Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Podcast. I'm Patrick Reif. And I'm Alex McGlynn. And today we're going to discuss what we've learned from producing 100 episodes of the Pixelated Podcast. Hard to believe we're through 100 episodes already, um, but we have learned a ton. Um, it's kind of crazy. 100 episodes. 101 as of today. We're on to our next. Technically. Yes. We've gone through 100 episodes. We're in century two. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the uh, 100 episode special edition with uh, special guest Nikina. We should have done way more. We should, we, we should have done a lot more research about like centuries. Isn't that like a distance that you ride a bike if you're like a street cycler? Uh, yes. You know, I believe that's correct. Some, probably some funny jokes that we could have. Oh, well. No puns. as funny as this. No puns today. All right. So let's hop into it. So the number one thing we learned, um, I would say this is probably... Uh, the biggest takeaway as we've kind of worked through this. We have to, we've had to redo some things. We've had to redo some episodes sometimes. We've had things fail on us. Um, it's been brutal sometimes. Make sure you have the right tech stack and the right AV stack going into it. You don't need a super expensive camera, but you do need good lighting. Um, that is something we learned the hard way. Uh, so you could use a cell phone to record your podcast if you're just starting out. Um, eventually, you should upgrade to a, a better camera with a nice like, mic attached to it, but to start out, you really don't need that. Um, but again, the lighting is always going to be critical no matter what you're using. Uh, and then for like the, we, I believe we did an episode about our tech stack at some point, our actual tech stack. Um, I think we might have. I think we did. Uh, be thoughtful about what you're using uh, to edit and publish and host your podcasts. It's a pain to switch hosting platforms, uh, as Pat can tell you. Uh, and it's actually also a pain to switch really pretty much anything involved with, uh, with the podcasting um, kind of produce, production side. So be really thoughtful, do your research, make sure that the products you're using are, are good. They don't have to be super expensive. We don't spend a lot of money uh, per month on our, our technology side. Um, yeah, it's, it's super cheap. Yeah, I mean, um, I, think, I think Alex is right. Like the right tech stack is a good idea. Also, like starting with nothing is a good idea as well. Um, you know, as you get comfortable um, producing your podcast, you'll be able to find ways to incrementally improve. Like we're always doing that. Uh, as a matter of fact, this episode and, and probably the next few we record this afternoon will um, will be the last that we're going to use uh, a microphone that's on top of the DSLR. We're actually going to try out um, some lavaliers um, from a, a miking point of view. So we're always looking to continue uh, making it better. Um, but definitely, you know, like. Writing it all down and making a plan for it is important because at least you know what you're working with and you've got some kind of uh, standardization that has been pulled together. And that's really helpful because then when you are improving, you see where those are. Um, the second thing I want to add real quick just to that point is Alex mentioned, you know, getting your, um, your tools and your kind of your publishing um, figured out and what you're going to stick with. And what he's referring to is we launched uh, on Anchor. Uh, which was cool. Anchor is really easy to get up and going, list your podcast in a ton of places. Um, so it was obvious and there was no cost uh, involved. We could literally just produce it and there was no, no hosting fees up front. You know, where that didn't work for us was we knew that the plan was like, okay, let's get it going here. And if it works, then we'll move it onto like a more formal platform, which is what we did. We, we migrated over to um, Buzzsprout, I think is what it's yeah, called. It's Buzzsprout, um, which has been great. But there's a lot to do with your RSS feed that gets recorded in all of the public podcast engines, and it can be very difficult to change that after the fact. As a matter of fact, we're still not listed. Um, we're not available in Stitcher. 
were not available in another one because it got set up wrong. And basically to move them, they're emailing an email address that doesn't exist somewhere anymore. So um, figuring that out, you know, if probably what you should say to yourself is, am I doing this thing and do I really want it to last? And if you do, you need to know that you're gonna produce more episodes than you expected before you see any reason why you keep doing it. And plan not having to go back and change stuff uh, can be a real godsend, even if, if you are spending, you know, I don't know, I think the starter plan for, for Buzzsprout is like six bucks a month or something. It's crazy cheap um, and it's a cool platform. So there you go. Um, uh, number two, the, what we learned from um, publishing episodes of the Pixelated Podcast is um, be consistent, be consistent, be consistent. It has been really hard and there have been times where we have not been consistent, but like all things that you're trying to learn to get better at, we just keep uh, committing to doing it, keep moving forward, keep saying like, this is what we're gonna do. You know, we say every single day at the end of every episode, we'll see you tomorrow. And while mostly that's always true, there are definitely some times where we haven't been as consistent and, uh, and you feel it, you know, we feel it internally. We get a little bit bummed that we like stumbled and didn't manage to keep up the pace. Um, but also, you know, there are people that are subscribing to our podcast and they expect that, you know, uh, the, there's going to be a new episode for them the next day. And if we are lucky enough to make it into the thing that people listen to on their drive time commute in, and, uh, it's not there, there's a chance that they may not go to us the following day. And, you know, like you got to be about it if, if you're going to talk the talk. So that's number two. When you're, when you're rolling out a podcast or a vlog, whatever the case may be, um, speak your intentions and then hold yourself accountable to, to be there. 100%. Yeah, the consistency thing, it's not always easy, um, but if you have a good plan going in, um, you can record multiple episodes in a day. It makes things a lot easier. Uh, you don't have to just actually record these every single day. Um, so think through like the, the plan up front. It'll make it easier to be consistent if you have like, a good recording schedule. Uh, that is the thing that we maybe struggled with the most at the beginning of this, uh, was just the consistency and rec like recording on the same day at the same time um, and trying to be, I, we we're actually being too rigid, I think, which is kind of what caused those pitfalls. Uh, once we are, um, and also this is a great segue, this is a learning process that never really ends. Uh, so once we realized that maybe we needed to be a little bit more flexible uh, in terms of how we were going to uh, record and how we were going to be producing these, um, and what was needed up front, uh, we used to have really extensive show notes. Uh, we have really dialed that back. Um, it just wasn't as necessary as we thought it was going to be. So there's, you know, again, you're making small improvements as time goes on. This is really true for anything you're doing in life, to get philosophical, like we've been doing these last few episodes. Uh, anything you're doing in life is about small incremental improvements uh, over a long period of time. Um, so again, if you want to be good at something, you have to be consistent. Uh, and you always have to be looking for ways that you can improve. Uh, so whether that's finding a new publishing platform or a new video editor or switching to a different mic kit um, or finding something like um, like Otter that will basically transcribe everything for us. I mean, there's a whole host of different uh, improvements we've made along the way and realizations we've had. And if you don't have everything written down and kind of scheduled out and, and again, not like tight schedules, but just kind of an idea of when you're going to be doing things and what you're, you're going to be doing during that process, what tools you're going to be using, uh, it's very difficult to make improvements. So they kind of go hand in hand. It's a learning process, but you also need to be a little bit more organized up front so that you know where you could make improvements. Yeah, well said. Um, next on the list is it's in, uh, <clears throat> very uh, opposite to my last point of being consistent is uh, it's okay to take breaks. Um, it is actually really, really great to take breaks. Um, one, if you feel like you're going to like fall off the rails anyway, 
Like, wouldn't it be better, better just to say, like, I just got to pause as opposed to, like, you know, like, fuck it up and then be like, oh, now I feel bad because, like, I dropped the ball. Like, you know, get in front of the ball and, and dictate the way that's going to work. Um, you know, like, there's nothing wrong with taking a break from deploying a strategy, particularly, like, if it's breakneck. You know, like, we try and publish something every single day. That's videos, podcasts that, you know, like, they go onto multiple platforms. Like, the whole managing and distribution side of it is really intense like it is a lot of work to stay on top of and sometimes we feel like the you know the train's going to come off the tracks and the reality is is like just saying like i have to stop and taking two days off or taking five days off and getting a bunch of back-end stuff in order um the last time we did that we we came upon a uh, a realization that has immediately started uh and it's a it's a little secret sauce so we're not going to share it yet but we um we came across like one little tiny strategy that we, we could tweak and it adds more work um but it is giving us like an insane boost in a return for us and we probably wouldn't have if we hadn't stopped we probably wouldn't have seen it and it, sometimes it's not enough just to know that it's there right you also have to have the time to apply it and try it out but we took a week off and we did that and immediately we saw that it was working and now it's something that we've built into our whole new strategy going forward so don't be afraid to take a break um you know like one it's okay to give yourself a break two if, if like you're not going to perform anyway like take the break don't just take a lost day after day where you feel like you've fallen behind on your schedule and then you know three there's uh there's gold in them hills and you'll find it as soon as you give yourself a chance to kind of focus on that yeah i'm actually going to push back a little bit on something you said right at the beginning I think that being consistent and taking breaks can go hand in hand. It's about, I think, I think you probably agree with me, it's about intentionality. Mm -hmm. If you're intentionally taking a break, if you're like, man, I'm really overwhelmed and I feel like there's some leak leaks in the boat I need to shore up, if you have a planned break, also you should tell your listeners if you're going to have a planned break, like, it's okay to just have like a quick, like, hey, we're taking this week off because life happens um, or because we need to change some things. Whatever. Tell your tell your listeners you're going to do that. But if you're doing it intentionally um, and you have some real purpose behind it, it's definitely okay to take breaks. Give yourself a breather and hopefully find some uh, some processes that can be uh, improved. Taking breaks because you messed up or you were feeling lazy that day or you had a little bit too much fun last night that is not okay. You got to make sure you break yourself out of those uh, those potential pitfalls and keep pushing even when you don't want to. Um, this is important. Um, it's just really important for anyone who's even considering starting a podcast. Just know you will not have thousands or even hundreds, uh, potentially, uh, of listeners right away. Um, but it is important not to give up. So the thing about most really successful podcasts is that they were either started by a really famous person or they've had they've recorded thousands upon thousands of episodes and they have built their huge audience uh, one episode at a time over years and years and years of work. So again, if you want to be a, a podcast star, if you want to um, have a successful podcast where you have, you know, 500, 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 uh, really loyal listeners, it's going to take a long time to build up that audience and it's a lot of hard work uh, on the distribution side as well. Um, so Pat handles a lot of this. 
but again, it's distributing it through social media networks. It's being intentional about what types of subjects you're going to cover, about how, uh, what kind of guests you can get on and how you can leverage their social networks and their social platforms. Um, and again, also provide value to your listeners. There's a lot of pieces that go into it. But if you're doing all those things and you have a podcast that's valuable to your listeners um, in one way, shape, or form, uh, you will start to see breakthroughs over time once you have a big library of, of episodes and you have a lot of kind of experience under your belt on the best ways to uh, produce your podcast, the best subject matter to cover, the best guests to have on, uh, the best tools to use, and the best ways to distribute it, all those things to kind of learn as you go. Yeah, totally. And also, you know, like, it's also got a lot to do with what you set your eye on as far as your goals are concerned as well. You know, like our, we have not placed at the center of our strategy, get lots of listeners yet. That has not been what we've been about. What we've been about is, uh, it's been two things. We want to make sure that we make um, content that, that we think is like relevant and actually good. And, uh, and we want to be consistent. We decided to start there and and with the agreement that if we did those two things, if we stayed committed to this thing because we were really enjoying having the conversation, and if we kept focused on uh, trying to make it good and not suck and not be like <laughs> stuff full of like bullshit or like you know self promotion or just any of that thing, that that we would find our tribe, and that people would show up and it would be cool, and we would like slowly build from there. And that's been our goal, and that's what's gotten us to uh, episode one hundred and one has been really focusing on enjoying being in the in the mix and actually making the content. So, all right, last one on the list is be willing to make changes and adjustments as necessary. Everyone starts out with an ideal um, way they want to execute their plan. Um, I am, am very much a uh, hold the line kind of person. You know, like I'm, I'm the type of person where you get 11 episodes in and we change the artwork and I want to go back and edit all the old videos and like, pull them down and upload them, which I didn't go that far, but it's always very enticing <laughs> to be that specific. I have a hard time letting go on that stuff. Uh, and I think that there are good attributes and there are bad attributes about it. And I think that largely, you know, like that's your 80%. Like you want to be, uh, you, you want to be, um, whatever you want to be thorough. You want to, you want to approach it with conviction to what your plan is. You want to execute at all costs. You want to be very, um, reluctant to ax a part of the strategy um, that's showing up. Um, at the same time, you have to be practical um, from a bandwidth point of view, and also like be realistic about how many people are on the other side. Like you've got room to grow. Like everything does not need to be perfect because, as Alex just mentioned, you're not going to start publishing unless you are, you know, whatever Michael J. Fox. And, uh, and you have this huge audience that's going to immediately listen to you. But like, if you're Michael J. Fox, like you don't have to do any of that shit anyway. Like you're not doing the recording, <laughs> you're not doing the editing, you're not do like, you're not even posting it to your Instagram. You have like an assistant that's doing that for you. So the, the point being that if you're listening to this to get advice on how to set up a podcast, like you're not going to have 50 subscribers on day one, you know, you're probably not going to have 10. Um, so you've got room to grow and taking on that mindset, that growth mindset, and knowing that, you know, have one or two key things that are driving you forward, and uh, and then also be, you know, be open to feeling it out as you go. Right, so make sure you have the tech, right tech stack up front. Be consistent. Understand that you're gonna learn things along the way and you're not gonna be perfect. Take intentional breaks when necessary. 
be alright with not starting off with hundreds of thousands of listeners, and be flexible and realistic with what you are able to do with the bandwidth you have during your day. Yes. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Before you go, we would love it for you to uh, rate, review, subscribe. You go to um, podcast.pixelated.com. Uh, you can find your podcast network. You can find the videos, whatever you're looking for. Your reviews help us find more listeners. And obviously, when you subscribe, you get notified each day when we publish a new episode. So until tomorrow, I'm Patrick Wright. And I'm Alex Glenn. Peace.